Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, President Biden on the world stage declaring Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia and his message to Vladimir Putin ahead of the anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Here are tonight's top headlines. Keep stand strong, stand tall, and most important, stand free. The dueling speeches as Russian President Vladimir Putin falsely blames the West for the war and ends a key nuclear weapons agreement. It is the battle of the seasons with record warmth from Texas to the Mid-Atlantic and record cold from the Northern Plains onto the West Coast. The EPA orders Norfolk Southern to clean up after that toxic train wreck in Ohio or face a massive fine. Norfolk Southern's corporate greed is absolutely unacceptable. Alec Murdaugh's son takes the stand, the emotional testimony about the murders of his mom and brother. When you got there, um you see your dad? Yes, sir. He was destroyed. He was heartbroken. An explosion outside Miami kills at least two people. The consumer alert for parents. 145,000 cans of baby formula are being voluntarily recalled over contamination fears. and beyond are celebrating Mardi Gras starting today. We are having a blast out here. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. Tonight, CBS News goes in-depth in part two of our series on Americans being exposed to chemicals in our food and what's being done about it. Plus, how former President Jimmy Carter's hometown of Plains, Georgia, celebrates his life every day of the year. 
But first, President Biden in a remarkable speech promising the United States' unwavering support for Ukraine in a message to the world from the Royal Castle Gardens in Warsaw, Poland. The president marked one year since Russia's invasion with a clear message to Vladimir Putin saying NATO has never been more united, democracies around the world are stronger than ever, and vowing that Russia will never win in Ukraine. In his State of the Nation address, Putin falsely tried to blame the West for the war. It was a 100-minute speech, and he also suspended Moscow's participation in the last remaining nuclear arms treaty with the United States. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is traveling with the president and will start us off tonight from Warsaw. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Nora. White House officials insist the president's speech wasn't designed to be a response to Vladimir Putin because it had been in the works for several weeks. But the dueling appearances led to a global tit-for-tat. The Russian leader accused Western nations of wanting to strike his country. The American president denied that and defended Ukraine's right to exist. President Biden in Warsaw, President Putin in Moscow, with dueling messages on the eve of the first year of war in Ukraine. Mr. Biden recalled his high-stakes trip to its capital. One year ago, the world was bracing for the fall of Kyiv. Well, I just come from a visit to Kyiv, and I can report Kyiv stands strong. <laughs> Kyiv stands proud. It stands tall. And most important, it stands free. And he sought to shame Putin, accusing him and the Russian military of committing atrocities. They've committed depravities crimes against humanity without shame or compunction. They've targeted civilians with death and destruction, used rape as a weapon of war. Thousands of Polish citizens, Ukrainian refugees, and American diplomats and aid workers gathered to see the president, the centerpiece of a stage featuring smoke machines and resembling a rock concert. Hours earlier, Putin's national address was delivered to a room full of loyalists. He claimed Russia isn't fighting the Ukrainian people, but that they've become hostage to Western masters, and said the West is responsible for fueling the Ukrainian conflict. Putin also announced he's suspending participation in the last remaining nuclear arms reduction treaty with the U.S. National Security spokesman John Kirby called that announcement unfortunate and irresponsible. At a time like this, you want to make sure that you can at least have some arms control in place. Since President Biden took office, the U.S. has committed more than $30 billion in military assistance to Ukraine, including grenade launchers and small arms, anti-tank weapons, shoulder-fired missiles, armed drones, body armor, and helmets. There's also been $1.4 billion in humanitarian assistance. But on the streets of Warsaw today, the president saw signs reminding him many Ukrainians want much more. President Biden has so far rejected calls to send military jets to Ukraine, fearing it could spark a third world war. Tomorrow, he meets with leaders of Eastern European countries that border Russia to reiterate U.S. support for NATO's eastern flank. Nora. Ed O'Keefe in Warsaw, Poland. Thank you. Back here at home, more than 60 million Americans across 23 states are under winter weather alerts tonight, with six states under blizzard warnings. The alerts stretch from Washington state to Maine, but the biggest impact is expected in Minneapolis, which is on track for the second biggest snowfall of all time. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike.
Nora, good evening to you. We have a major blockbuster winter storm that are pushing through the Midwest over the next two days. Places like Minneapolis, we take you there virtually. Light snow gives way to heavy snow over the next two days and very gusty winds in excess of 40 miles per hour. Let's break down the forecast. We've had one 15-inch snowstorm already this season. This will make number two double-digit snows around the Twin Cities. Snow emergencies declared here. Very difficult travel conditions, if not impossible, across the Midwest with winds gusting 40 to 50 miles an hour across I-90, I-80, I-29, and I-35 in a foot of snow or more in some pockets. Then there's the ice. Really heavy ice anticipated across southern Michigan, including Detroit, half inch to three quarters of an inch. This will bring traffic to a standstill, Nora, not to mention with this kind of ice, we're anticipating widespread power outages. Mike Pettis, thank you. Tonight, the Environmental Protection Agency has taken charge of the cleanup from East Palestine, Ohio train derailment site and ordered Norfolk Southern Railway to pay for it. EPA Administrator Michael Regan returned there today, visiting several homes and meeting with residents. CBS's Roxana Saberi is there. As medical issues mount in East Palestine, so does mistrust. The combination of Norfolk Southern's corporate greed, incompetence, and lack of care for our residents is absolutely unacceptable to me. Now, the federal government is stepping up pressure on the rail operator. If the company fails to complete any action ordered by EPA, the agency will immediately step in, conduct the work ourselves, and then force Norfolk Southern to pay triple in cost Today, EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine visited residents in their homes, even drinking the tap water. But we don't mind proving to you that we believe the water. <laughs> the Ohio Department of Health opened a clinic today to address residents' medical concerns. Officials say the clinic here in East Palestine was fully booked up today, but several residents told us they won't bother making an appointment because they don't think they'll receive real help. Matthew Stokes works near the accident site. Where's the mobile unit that they said was going to be here? There's no testing. There's not even a doctor on site. The derailment contaminated at least 15,000 pounds of soil and more than a million gallons of water, according to Norfolk Southern. Wow. Today, the Secretary of Transportation called on the rail industry to take immediate action to improve safety. I'm very frustrated because Norfolk Southern has been part of a wall of opposition from the railroad industry for years on safety regulation. Norfolk Southern said today it has been paying for cleanup and that it will stay in East Palestine as long as it takes. Former President Trump is expected to visit the town tomorrow to meet with residents. He won this county in 2020. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you so much. Well, there was another freight train derailment today in central Nebraska. More than 30 Union Pacific cars loaded with coal went off the tracks. Luckily, no one was hurt. The cause of the wreck is now under investigation. Now to a dramatic moment in the double murder trial of Alex Murdaugh. The once prominent attorney is accused of killing his wife and youngest son at their South Carolina home in June of 2021. Well, today, Murdaugh's oldest son took his stand and described his father's behavior the night his mother and brother were killed. CBS's Nikki Batiste is at the courthouse. On the stand today, Alec Murdaugh's surviving son, Buster, spoke publicly for the first time about the night his mother, Maggie, and brother, Paul, were found dead. He says he rushed to his father's side. 
What was his demeanor? Yeah, his demeanor was, I mean, he was destroyed. He was heartbroken. Buster described his family as tight-knit and Murdaugh as a devoted father. But prosecutors have painted Murdaugh as a manipulative man who conned people out of millions of dollars for years. They claim Murdaugh killed his wife and son in an attempt to distract from a decade of alleged financial crimes before they came to light as part of a separate civil case involving his son Paul, who was charged with boating under the influence in a crash that killed a 19-year-old girl. Police body camera from the night of the murder shows Murdaugh suggesting the boat crash as the killer's motive. My son was in a boat wreck. He's been getting threats. I know that's what it is. Before wrapping its case last week, the prosecution showed jurors footage of investigators questioning Murdoch two months after the murders. Did you kill Maggie? No. Did I kill my wife? Yes, sir. No, David. Prosecutors also played video recorded by Paul Murdaugh just before his death, showing his father wearing a different outfit from the white T-shirt and shorts he had on when police arrived. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. So the prosecution may have been very, very effective, but it's getting to that motive that becomes the stretch. The defense team tells me they're considering putting Alec Murdaugh on the stand to testify. The defense also says they plan to wrap their case on Friday, which means the jury would likely begin deliberations next week. Nora? Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. Tonight, we're getting our first look at a new photo of that Chinese spy balloon. This photo was taken from a U-2 spy plane earlier this month before a U.S. fighter jet shot it down off the South Carolina coast. The Pentagon says the Navy has recovered all that remains of that wreckage, and it was sent to an FBI laboratory for analysis. The Supreme Court heard arguments today in a case that could upend the Internet as we know it. The argument is over whether popular tech companies like TikTok and Google can be liable for harmful user-generated content on their sites. CBS's Jan Crawford spoke with one mother who says the price of Internet freedom is too high. Ten years old, always smiling, Nyla Anderson was a shining star. She was my butterfly. She was everything. Any mother can ask for. Nyla died in December 2021 after attempting the so-called blackout challenge, which she had seen on TikTok. She's one of at least 15 children aged 12 and under who have died in just 18 months as a result of the challenge. Like other social media outlets, TikTok's algorithms recommend videos and other content to users. Anderson said that feature led to Nyla's death. They are actually feeding into our children. They are sending on videos that they never even searched before. In a statement to CBS, TikTok said dangerous challenges are strictly prohibited on our platform and promptly removed if found. That's her twin brother. Anderson sued TikTok and has filed papers in the case now before the Supreme Court that for the first time could hold tech companies accountable for some of the information and videos they are recommending to users. The companies say a 1996 federal law shields them from liability and that the modern Internet would not exist if companies couldn't sort and recommend third-party content to users. Free speech advocates say social media companies have rights similar to newspapers deciding what articles to publish. People criticize social media platforms today and they have the right to criticize them, but they don't have the right to legally force them to publish certain content, to not recommend other types of content and so on. But for Anderson and other grieving parents, that has to change. How many more kids until they come to an end? How many more? That's my question to them. How many more children until this stops? 
A mother continuing to fight for answers. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Philadelphia. We want to turn out a part two in our series on the safety of America's food. There's a long list of chemicals and additives that are allowed in the U.S., but are banned in Europe and other places over health concerns. CBS's Ben Tracy goes in-depth to look at the effort in one state to make what every American eats safer. Mm. Christina Ochoa often worries if the food she's feeding her two young kids is safe. A lot of salt. Even after carefully reading ingredient labels. Some ingredients, I have no idea what they are, how to pronounce them. I want the best for my children, and I would think that as a society, we want the best for our children. There are more than 10,000 chemicals and additives allowed in food in the U.S., often in small amounts, but many have not been evaluated by the FDA in decades. The majority are safe, but some chemicals allowed here have been banned overseas after research has linked them to cancer and developmental or behavioral issues. We need to put the F back into the Food and Drug Administration. Congresswoman Jan Schakowsky introduced a bill requiring the FDA to review certain chemicals that are banned overseas and to close what's known as the grass loophole, chemicals generally recognized as safe. This allows companies to skip an extensive safety review when adding many new chemicals to food. Is the food industry basically policing itself? I would say yes. And when you look around the world and you see what um, they, other countries are doing to protect their consumers, we are far behind. CBS News has obtained a copy of proposed legislation in California that would make it the first U.S. state to ban five common chemicals, including potassium bromate, from all foods sold, distributed, or made there. They're going to have to change their recipes, you know, get rid of these chemicals, and hopefully that's something that's going to have impacts far beyond uh, our borders here in the state of California. Christina Ochoa says the FDA needs to do more. We're trusting them, and this is the food that is feeding our future. And I want them to be held to a higher standard. Now, in response, the FDA tells us their scientists keep up to date on food safety research, but it says it's also the responsibility of the food industry to make sure the substances they use are safe. Nora. Ben Tracy with that eye-opening report. Thank you. Well, we have important information for parents about another baby formula recall. What you need to know, that is next. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
We have an important consumer alert tonight about a popular brand of powdered baby formula. About 145,000 cans of Infamil Pro Sobe, simply plant-based infant formula, are being called because recalled because they can be contaminated with a dangerous bacteria. So far, no illnesses have been reported. The recall affects cans with an expiration date of March 1st, 2024. Customers can return the formula where it was purchased for a full refund. Tonight, investigators are looking into the cause of a deadly explosion that rocked an industrial area north of Miami. Two people were killed and three others injured in the blast and subsequent fire. Video from the scene shows several vehicles, including a tanker truck, in flames. An intruder bolted into the runway of a major South Florida airport. Well, we're going to tell you how it ended. That's next. Sheriff's deputies responded to a bizarre incident this afternoon at Florida's Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Police say a man hopped a fence and ran onto the runway. The intruder, who appeared to be limping, was quickly taken into custody and there were no significant flight disruptions. It is Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday and the streets of New Orleans are packed tonight with revelers. Parades and floats started at 8 a.m. and the good times will roll into the night. By late this afternoon, crowds by the thousands lined the streets of the French Quarter enjoying what's called the biggest party in the year. We found a political memorabilia's collector's dream in former President Jimmy Carter's hometown of Plains, Georgia. That story's next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, former President Jimmy Carter's hometown of Plains, Georgia, has always been a special place to him. One look inside the small town's trading post store could be one reason why. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. When you step into Plains Trading Post, it's like stepping back into time. We have just about every candidate you can think of. Philip Gerlin and his wife run the shop, which has one of the largest collections of political memorabilia in the country and features the 39th president. It isn't important that I know President Carter. It's important that he knows me. So that's like an honor. It's an honor that he would come in and care about us. President Carter is one of his most frequent customers and a bit frugal. One time he was in here with Rosalind and he, she wanted something for $5, and he yelled out, $5! <laughs> From his Naval Academy yearbook. That's Mr. Carter. To mugs, hats, stickers, books, and of course, buttons from his presidential campaign. Who wouldn't want you to give me Jimmy? <laughs> and this is from when? This is from 76. 
Thousands of items reflect Carter's 98 years. If you were designing a button about Jimmy Carter, what would it say? Of life, very well done. A presidential pin that's priceless. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Plains, Georgia. We are thinking of the former president. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.